Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I know Kung Fu. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Okay, uh, well, it's still March, uh, a.k.a. John Wick month, because we're still on our little break from Haya. Uh, Haya, we'll we'll re- resume the whole Haya thing when we get back to you know after John Wick Four releases because Haya, yeah, we have some little problems with it right now. But um, well, you can listen to our last episode on John Wick One to hear more, uh, hear us elaborate on that a little bit more. But uh, I need to zoom past this right now because I know we're gonna be talking about John Wick Two for like three hours so let's just, <laughs> no, let's just get movie, right into it <laughs> the movie's only two hours we do not need to have a three-hour discussion about it yeah so we're talking about john wick chapter two uh chapter because this is yeah this takes place because it's based what, off of a days? book no <laughs> oh my God. uh this is what like three days four four days after the original movie so yeah it's it takes place right afterwards picks up right away it's no john wick does not get another dog killed and he has to avenge that dog no it's, oh it's God, a lot no. more complicated story this time not by much but it's, it's a little bit more involved than just like he needs to avenge his puppy <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's the interesting thing with the john wick series is that the first one was alluding to a bigger world with much more elaborate things going on in the background but it was a very straightforward revenge action movie this one is also a revenge action movie but (laughs) they really really go into the world a lot more like i like a lot lot more yes in this absolutely absolutely hey uh zero did you know i mean you get to see keanu reeves with his back tattoo uh that translates to fortune favors the bold uh, you get to see that again in the movie, and now that we get to watch this movie again, uh, I keep thinking about that South Park episode where everyone's <laughs> drinking where, piss. Where Matt Damon's drinking the piss. For... I think he's like, fortune favors the bold. <laughs> Maybe he's got that John Wick back tattoo as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, that little tangent aside, yeah, John Wick 2. It's, it's literally bigger bolder more of everything than the first movie and now i fully understand what you said last episode hmm. when you said that the first movie's like comparatively quaint there's nothing quaint about john wick one but compared to the sequels it is way simpler um well maybe not by that much but you know it, it's it's less actiony than it's 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 uh sequels and this one definitely takes it up a notch, for sure. Oh, right. yeah, definitely, definitely. This was my first time rewatching it, actually. Yeah, same here. Since same I here. first... Did we see this together as well no, in the theater? No, we did not. We did not. We watched the, the third one together in theaters. Okay, but, okay. Yeah, I know I saw the, the second one in theaters as well, I think, mm-hmm. with some uh, old colleagues. And I remember them missing the entire first action beat because oh, no. they were online getting popcorn and so they came in 
after that whole action segment with the car and and then the fight on the floor in the the wet ground uh, whatever yeah i was like you guys just missed like whole section they're like ah we were getting popcorn there's a long yeah, line fuck your popcorn <laughs> oh we went to the movies on a friday night john sure, wick sure. was it was the sequel it was a yes. much anticipated sequel to a quaint surprise hit so quaint. the theater was packed theater was oh very, yeah i'm very sure packed. yeah i'm sure it will be for when we watch part four together but oh, yeah, God. Uh, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> Um, no, I mean, yeah, everyone loved the first one, and obviously when Chad Stelsky, which is just Chad Stelsky this time, no David Leach, uh, when he, you know, took up the reins, and now we have J.J. Perry part of the production, too, so it's like fucking, yeah, like, we're definitely upping the ante with the, the action, in the action department. Um, yeah, so, like, we want to go bigger, bolder, like, I mentioned this already. And uncut. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, that's a lot of South Park episode uh, references today. So, um, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, I think we kind of talked about this off mic, but we kind of said that as the series goes on, went on, the John, John Wick movies became more and more like martial arts movie-ish. Like, uh, like you know, the first one, you can kind of debate if whether it is or not. I mean, I mean, yes, it uses the judo and jujitsu, but this second one, uh, you know, like it does incorporate a little bit more of the like grappling exchanges that you expect. And yeah, like I, I'd start to, it becomes more martial artsy as the series goes on. Well, right? the, the third one f- uh, feels yeah. more like a martial arts movie from my recollection. Mm-hmm. I remember saying that about the first movie that it didn't feel like a martial arts movie. And then when we were watched it and, and discussed it, I guess i didn't realize that there were a lot more fights but that could also be because my eyes have gotten better to grappling Mm -hmm. judo jujitsu so i recognize it a lot more easily now than i used to Mm -hmm. so when i saw it i was just like oh they're throwing each other it's nothing (laughs) it's just whatever yeah yeah so in this movie i personally feel like this is not at all a martial arts movie really i feel this is so much more gun heavy it is, it is still that marriage of close quarters action combat and martial arts, which is what they were elaborating on in the first one. But I don't feel the fight scenes in, okay. in this film. There is probably only one, one real fight scene. Oh, no, that's not true. Okay. There's... Three real fight scenes in this movie. <laughs> One I feel is actually very, very well done. Absolutely. We, two, we're both on the same page on that. Two are just okay. And then there are a multitude of scuffles involving martial arts and gunplay exchanges. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now that the budget for this movie is a lot larger, they I think they went a little overboard with the gun stuff. And... In my opinion, it's kind of a step back in oh, yeah? in some cases, yes. And it's mm-hmm. one particular action scene where I where it did nothing for me. But we can interesting. we can elaborate on that a little later. Interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. Like I definitely want to um, go into it. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it a second time. Like uh, well let's let's call it a third time to like really break down the action. It was more like I, I was so fascinated by the production. 
mm-hmm. itself. So like I definitely uh, like saw a lot of the behind the scenes and a lot of like effort that was put into it. It's it's really commendable for you know the level of like uh, effort that all the actors went through to like create you know all the action scenes in there apparently keanu had some say in some of the fight choreography as well oh that's so that's kind of yeah, yeah it's interesting that. yeah like we we got some actual legit uh legit brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, you know like big wigs you know the machado brother you know, machado family you know like was was involved in here so like you know like we we, we they wanted to add some, even more authenticity in here um obviously adapted for screen but yeah, like the the fight sequences when there is like the, the grappling involved, I definitely love talking about that. I feel like one step back uh, from the first movie, and this is not ne- entirely a negative, is that I spent less time this time counting the bullets as I did with the first movie. I felt like the first movie, it was easier to keep track of like, oh yeah, that really was eight rounds and he's reloading and the action isn't stopping as a result of that. Sure. Whereas this movie, it's like, it really does feel like he's just firing endless rounds before the next reload. I'm like, wait, what's going on? I'm very confused. Did you I, get that sense? I felt like they did still keep the ammo count accurate, but they did more setup so you knew that he was packing heat. <laughs> okay, and okay. they do a lot of... They, I mean, they still do the, the gun disarmament stuff, I noticed in this movie he 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 still grabs the guns yeah. uh, from other mm-hmm. people. So I think maybe because it is not as clear as they do it in the first movie, maybe that's why there's that sense that oh maybe it's still his same gun mm-hmm. when it actually isn't. He's still picking sure. up other people's weapons, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe for you you just didn't uh, may, yeah that may, visually didn't maybe. come across as clear. Yeah, I, I think the last action scene it's very important to set up. I mean the the setup makes it clear that like okay he only has a certain amount when he starts off so he has to take other people's guns yes and that's a, actually a really good you know uh, uh, like setup for an action scene right there so yeah i get it it's just always you know there's just so much happening sometimes that it's actually keep harder to keep track of as opposed to the first movie it's like wow that really was eight rounds <laughs> on to the next on to the next reload uh wow we're jumping right into the action here do we want to talk about the story? Yeah, we got to, to summarize it. We got to elaborate on the story a little <laughs> bit. Okay. Uh, John Wick gets his car back in the very beginning. And then so immediately it gets and, and It's a completely different movie. After, yeah, yeah. It's oh almost like, God. what was the point that's then? Not a, that's right. not a spoiler, but I think that's really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what was the point of even getting this car if you're, you yourself are going to be responsible for its demolition? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then afterwards, after the the opening title um, drop, the movie was a completely different direction where uh, an old uh, work associate, let's just call him that, he is asking John to do an, a hit for him. And because John has officially declared himself back into the hitman's world, you know, like whether intentionally or unintentionally by, you know, all the events of the first movie so now that he's back in the in this world he has to he's he's he has to honor this bond this uh contract that you know uh, this person has claimed over him i don't know how, how to yeah describe it. so yeah. it's a blood debt basically uh-huh. 
this person, uh, Ricardo Scamarcio, who plays the character Santino, he assisted John Wick. Again, man, going back to this origin story, that's definitely going to happen. He assisted mm-hmm. John Wick with performing the impossible task that he talked about in the first movie that gets him out of the Hitman, ser- Hitman uh, world. And so in order to get him out basically he's saying like you owe me one with this marker the marker is a physical piece where you can prick your thumb on this needle and put your blood prints on it basically saying that like yes you owe me a favor he Mm. is now calling on john wick for this favor yep which is to kill his sister what a dick (laughs) (laughs) well it's more world building in this movie because now there is outside of the world of the continental and the assassins the, that inhibit it or use the facilities we also have the high table which are like the a high organization that lives in this world as well and yes they sure her, the sister is a member there and he himself wants to kill his sister and take and her seat and take her seat, yeah. And you know, the, again, more expanding on the world even more. It's like, yeah, let's just make this world even more ex- uh, expansive in, in one way or another. And um, yeah, and we really hone, like, just hammer the the viewer in, you know, over the head about like, yes, you you do not conduct business on continental grounds over and over. And yeah, that actually, ha- you know. It's that's foreshadowing for something that happens at the you know towards the end of the film, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it really does set up for future movies whether or not this movie would have picked up a third movie anyways. But it's like yeah, like the you know, Chad Stahelski, anyone involved in the the filming of uh, like the production of the movie like knew like we needed to expand the universe of John Wick even more. Yeah. And so just to kind of cap off the story, John Wick reluctantly takes on this task because he is blood indebted to the Santino character. He performs his duties and surprise, surprise, he's betrayed. And it's, again, a revenge action movie. (laughs) You know, the funny thing about that is uh, the person, uh, Santino, who is... Uh, who is the one who asked for the, the the contract kill? He says that he needs to avenge his, his sister, right? Like that's the reason why he needs to you know kill John Wick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, you know, like that's just a, a ruse and stuff. Like so, yeah, John obviously needs to, you know, he wants to live, right? He doesn't want to, you know, just like bite the bullet. I was a little not confused. I was not happy with that turn of events, though, because. Mm-hmm. They, I, I feel like the Assassin's World knows that John Wick killed the sister because of the blood debt. Mm-hmm. And he goes around and betrays him. Yep. Shouldn't Santino have some sort of... Shouldn't he be punished for doing that? He's, he's like... Mm-hmm. he's. I, I feel like he's... Uh, going against the rules of something. Maybe I'm wrong, but I felt yeah, like, I, I felt like that move shouldn't have been uh, been condoned. Right? Like nobody right, nobody right. should have allowed allowed that to happen. You know, 
based off the rules that the movie has set up, nothing has said that killing a high member of the the high table is against any sort of rule. <laughs> but if you fight inside the hotel, mm, that's a big no no. That's no-no. not allowed. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, story, that the story is really simple. It, in fact, uh, well, I mean, the the one thing, the one big thing that we glossed over is that Santino, in order to encourage Keanu, oh, Keanu, uh, Wick to get back into the game, it, who Wick initially denies the offer, so Santino blows up his house and literally destroys every remnant of memory that he has of his wife. Oh so, man! Imagine yeah. if they killed the dog again. That would have been oh god! So I was like, stupid. I remember watching the second movie of uh, this movie in theaters. I was like, oh god, where's the dog? Where's the dog? Oh, there he is. Oh god. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's that's the story. It's actually really simple again. But I think the reason why I like this movie uh, more uh, from a production value standpoint is because like there's a lot of like really interesting things that they tried here um especially the last set piece i think the last set piece although it can it it is impressive in some action department like in the action department um i think the actual set itself is way more interesting what they were able to accomplish in that that hall of mirrors yeah i was gonna say uh in terms of action uh so let's get into it but we can go right to what you're talking about the last action set piece is this very very elaborate uh like you said hall of mirrors but set up as a like a museum piece almost yeah and a very very obvious homage to enter the dragon where you have your character lost in this maze because he is visually disoriented because of all the mirrored imagery it's beautiful how they hide yeah, the camera absolutely. in that. It's amazing the shots they get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel the action is good, though. Uh, okay, <laughs> because yeah. the vi- it's you're focusing on the disorienting visuals, and I don't think the action like did anything unique because because of the because of the the mirrored look of everything. Sure, sure. No, I agree. I completely agree. It, it, it's it's so unique in that regard and what they're able to accomplish and listening to the commentary. And I actually want to talk about this a little bit more. Listen to the commentary. Um, they're always saying like, Oh yeah, this was so difficult to accomplish. We want to make it like, obviously take homage from, uh, enter the dragon and like up the ante, add some like, vi- um, uh, uh, some installations like li- light installations and everything like make it even more crazy add some stairs add, like add, <laughs> any more room for error and they never talk about how they actually solve the problem about the like in camera reflection uh, reflections mm-hmm. i i looked at some of the behind the scenes some of those shots you can clearly tell that you can see that the camera person in yeah. those shots in the reflections but i think they, but they never talked about how they were able to mask it so I think it was all CG. Like, I, like, they, I can't, like they digitally removed it? I think so. I mean, they never I actually addressed how they... I assume that the entire time, because there's so many shots where it is clear that a camera would need to be mm-hmm. in the reflection just yeah. by how the mirrors are angled and, yeah. and our point of view. There's no way you wouldn't see it. So the whole yeah. time I was like, man, this looks awesome. <laughs> it is CGI 
enhanced, mm-hmm. but it still looks good. Like it's yeah. probably some of the the better CGI camera removals I've seen, making yeah, everything yeah. look seamless and making it not look really digital. Actually, yeah, you know what? It's funny. Like for um, for scenes like that, for setups like that, um, the CGI you know, usage of CGI there is like completely excusable. I think. Mm-hmm. But there are some moments in the movie where it looks like it's clearly like on a green screen or there's like a weird halo effect over some actors, especially when they're like, like right on the camera lens. <laughs> it's like there's like this weird that might be halo. Re- effect. That might be reshoots. And I think I know exactly yeah. what shot you're talking about. Because yeah, I when, saw when it, there's like a fountain. In- <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. I want to say that's a reshoot shot or they took a different reaction shot from another moment. They didn't Ugh. have it, and so they greened him out. You know, they they cut him out, and then they put some other background. It looks on so him. weird. It does. I mean, it looks it, bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, maybe we'll talk about it when we get to that portion of the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. But yeah. from an uh, action anything? standpoint in general, though, so I think I told you, I I kind of I kind of feel like this movie is like one step forward and two steps back. Mm, okay. Sure. Okay. But you still think it's better than the first one, though, right? Uh, I think quantity-wise, it's definitely more than the first one. <laughs> I don't know for sure if I, I'd say that the um, like it's it's a step back in terms of like quality, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I I still I mean, if we're talking about the common fight, like that alone makes this if it was if that alone makes this movie better than anything I've seen in, in the first movie. Yeah, that, that fight with Common is so good. Mm-hmm. It is so memorable. Right. Uh, um, it pretty much makes the film. The rapper Common plays right. a character named Cassian, for those who do not know who that actor is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, no, very good fight. I mean, he, he was so enthralled with the role, that uh, with the first movie. He was like, I just want to be in part of the film mm-hmm. somehow. So he freaking flew himself over. <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm, I, I want to be part of the movie. So they actually wrote the the. Uh, role just for him that's awesome yeah that is easily the best fight of the movie and then they get a rematch and i'm like uh hmm. (laughs) man what happens (laughs) yeah it's not as it's not as impressive as the first fight because there's it's a lot tighter space and yeah, there's less less stakes involved, right? Because in the fir- the first fight that they have together, like there, it's a much more there's a lot more weaponry. There's a lot. It's a bigger space. There's, just there's so much variation going on. The in variation, that fight. they're yes. constantly moving to different locations. The mm-hmm. weapons go in and out. There's mm-hmm. so much variety in the grappling in and then incorporating the weapons when they do come yeah. in and out. It's it's lovely. A lot of people. Yeah. I think I think this is the elevation of fight choreography that a lot of people really praise this movie particularly for. Yeah. yeah. But then for me, like with the other fights, I'm like, damn! Like I think they put it all in the common fight, and then with everything else, it's just okay for me. Because because yeah. my 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 I'm being hard because I I, I think the series is is what a lot of action movies now aspire to be like sure mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i i i just want to be critical but not in some sort of demeaning way um sure. i kind of feel that a lot of the 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 gun 
BJJ stuff is just mm. a little a little more of the same of what they were doing with the first movie. Like I was mm. kind of hoping for a little more evolution of that. Um, sure. Because that museum stuff, as impressive as it is, like it was starting to all look the same for me a little bit. Sure, sure. Um, no, yeah, that's that's fair. I. I, I mean, obviously, like, I love the common fight as well. Like, that's obviously the highlight of the film. Um, and, and but I, I do think that the movie is a little bit heavy on the, the gunplay as well. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm completely okay with it. I, I do like the, the action that they, they set up with the, 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 the firearms and such. Um, sometimes you get a little samey, but it's, it's not a huge complaint of me, of mine. But I think an issue for me is that. Yes, we start out with an action set piece, like the sequence with the cars and everything. Uh, and there's there is a uh, there is a martial arts esque like fight sequence in the beginning. You know, like it's it's less about like how many people he can kill. It's more like you know, uh, just taking these guys out as he's trying to, or like kind of incapacitate them like through non lethal ways, before, so he can get his car. And then after that, there's like forty to fifty minutes of just world building. Which is fine, but there's no action <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think as an audience, they really needed... They really were like, okay, get get in this huge action beat. Let us be excited. Now mm. they're slowing things down. And how do you keep the interest? You got to do the world building. You got to keep yep. things really interesting. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, I, want to, I want to just be critical on one more thing now because... Sure, okay. I don't know. Something was something. Get your was, negativity out of the way yeah, right now. Something was a little off for me with with Keanu Reeves' performance, actually. Okay. Um, okay. I you know like he's the very straightforward, not very talkative killer, right? Expert, yeah, silent protagonist, silent protagonist. Of. And in the first movie, I I, th I think his dialogue was fine. Like he still. I still felt like he had a personality. In this movie, I I I feel like he was struggling with the pain of a hangover and he was trying to deliver some of these lines. And I <laughs> I can empathize because I've been there many many times hungover <laughs> trying to have a conversation with someone and just being so straightforward and curt with my answers. And something about his delivery on some of these lines where he's just saying, like, one word or just a yep. few sentences. I was like, oh, like, something's off about him. It almost mm. feels like he's doesn't want to be there sometimes. I don't know, because I don't think that's true. No, definitely not. But there's a, there was just something off for me personally about his delivery. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I completely understand what you're trying to say. Um, I mean, Keanu Reeves, eh, you say what you will about his acting. Like It, it can be great. Sometimes it could be... I do think... I, I, I love the guy as much as you know the next, but I do think his acting range is limited sometimes. Um, but yeah, that's obviously not why you're here for this yeah. when it comes to these, these movies. Um, well, it's weird because I thought he was fine in the first movie. In the first one? Yeah, sure. I, I didn't notice it in the first movie. For some reason in this movie, it just it doesn't come across as... Sure. Uh, th there's something off about it. That's why, that's yeah. why I just wanted to point out because I noticed it. Like, I, 
if I didn't notice something like that, then, you know, I'm not going to mention it. So it's just, yeah. it's weird because, yeah, I, you know, everyone loves Keanu Reeves. I'm not trying to say anything mm-hmm. bad about it, but I just noticed, yeah, some, there's something something off about uh, his delivery with some of the lines. He is acting exactly the way I would imagine someone to act if they spent four to five hours a day training jujitsu, judo, <laughs> and tactical arms training. Maybe that's maybe day. that's what it is. He's just tired. <laughs> They <laughs> yeah, they did the action first, and they did the acting second, and he's just yeah. he's just about to pass out before every <laughs> every delivery. So there you go. Hey John, are you pissed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can't wait till we talk about the third one. Uh, no, I, I know what you mean, and, and again, it's it's not a big, it's not a huge slight on him at all. I mean, like, yeah, it, he John Wick is supposed to be a man of very few words and. Every every once in a while he'll have a retort, uh, you know, like a very short uh, retort to certain things that would be kind of like funny, uh, you know, have a little bit like almost one linery, but um, yeah, he's not supposed. To, it's all about his action, less about his his acting ability. <laughs> right. Yeah, and there's actually one thing that is said in the trivia section that I just don't believe, and I don't know. In the first movie, it really is just Keanu Reeves in the role, doing a lot of his own stunts, and then in trivia for this part of the movie, uh, for for this chapter of the series, I mean, they said like, "Oh, Keanu Reeves did like ninety five percent of his own stunts." I'm like, I don't think that's true. I actually don't. I think that's like a huge vast exaggeration because there's so much of this where it's like it's clearly not him um i mean like yeah when it is him it's clearly him and he really is doing a lot of the flying arm bars and like falling to the ground but like him falling down the stairs him like in a car crashing you know crashing into somebody him drifting like that's not him like none of those are him so i mean again that's not a slight on him at all yeah, yeah. Just, you know, we want to keep he, him safe he does have a stunt double from what i recall mm-hmm. seeing in some interviews he yeah. did not get hit with the car in the beginning yeah. and mm-hmm. he did not go down the stairs those were the two that the insurance i think the insurance people would not let them do yeah and then everything else is supposed to be him. Mm-hmm. I want to say that they probably did some, maybe some green screen trickery or some editing camera trickery with yep. some of the other car stuff when he's like getting hit and what, yeah, when he's inside yeah. the vehicle and it's getting crashed into. Yeah. First, for, you know, for safety purposes, obviously. But he, apparently he drove almost yeah. all of the time. And except for that one really, really beautiful shot where the car is like drifting. Oh, man. Mid jump coming out of the garage and just like wheeling towards the camera, skidding towards the camera. (laughs) Obviously, that's not him. But um, yeah, yeah, beautiful stuff. Yeah, uh, man. I I don't. I don't know what else. I want to talk about that in, in greater detail. Maybe, maybe, maybe not that much detail, but just enough to talk about in the action segment. Um, so I guess this might be a good time to just go right into that. So, unless there's anything else we want to talk about beforehand, uh, this is where we go into our action breakdown, where we'll talk about everything in greater detail. Uh, in if you f- subscribe to us on Patreon, now we can you know follow us at Fist of Fail. And not only will we go into each action sequence and fight sequence in the movie, but we'll talk about spoilers. Uh, and if you haven't watched this and you're squeamish about spoilers, what is wrong with you? Go watch John Wick 2 right now. <laughs> yeah, we generally go an additional hour 
just detailing everything. So if you follow yep. us on Patreon, you'll get that. Plus, we got some bonus episodes. Like, you could listen to us here. <laughs> you can hear us talk about The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor mm. with recent Oscar winners Michelle Yeoh and Brendan Fraser. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So why don't you go do that? And, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about John Wick 2. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah. And that's John Wick 2. That's John John Wick Wick Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Yeah. Uh, Well, we talked about this. Actually, not not too long. (laughs) I thought we would go like another two hours on this. Well, as I um, mentioned, like I I didn't want to go too much into the gunplay stuff because there's only so much we can elaborate on in that that's fair, and that's fair. as i kind of mentioned before like personally i feel it just wasn't wasn't where i wanted it to be i felt it was a little mm-hmm. samey so it wasn't something mm-hmm. i really felt like i could speak on positively so yeah yeah we didn't go into okay. that sure sure I, I i can i can see that i can definitely see your points there i definitely think the catacombs scene is probably the worst culprit of yep. that not that's not that's bad but uh it's it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of turn my my brain off when that section. Happens. Yeah, yeah. I think I had to rewind that scene because I'm like, oh, why am I not digging this <laughs> as much as I want to? Um, but overall, the movie's very engaging. I think that. Um, I mean, we talked to. We, I cannot commend the common fight enough. Um, it's it's still pretty impressive for the most part. Like the, the all overall action, um, even the gunfights. Like they're not. Sometimes it can be samey, but at the same time, like it's still better fare than most action movies, unfortunately. And when it comes to the gunplay, it's still unique. It still stays pretty true to it. I think the first one uh, had a little bit more interesting gunplay, though. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're gonna talk about that, but again, I'm not a gunplay expert. Like I'm a more of like a traditional martial arts movie guy. That's why we do this show. <laughs> See, I like gunplay yeah. stuff, and I felt mm-hmm. that the scene in the catacombs was not oh no yes no the catacombs is the worst yeah yeah. so so question um let's just go movie by movie do you what do you think one or two better how would you rank them oh movie wise i think the second one's more interesting yeah for sure Mm -hmm. i think that uh the first one it's simpler for sure and it's it's digestible in that regard but I, i think I, I love the world building in the second movie. Mm-hmm. It, it really expanded on everything that you 
you were so interested you get so invested in the first film and now like we're adding even more to it and that's what this whole series is like it just keeps on adding more and more i haven't seen the third one since we watched it in theater so i'm, so I'm same too. very curious what i'm gonna yeah, say i am very curious as well so <laughs> uh i actually like the first one better watching these two really okay. i think the common fight in this trumps Oh, all yeah. the mm-hmm. action in the first one, but I think as yes. a whole, I think I like the first one better, okay. which is interesting because I felt I felt that movie was like a little slower. So, but okay. yeah, uh, second one, yeah, I still recommend though. I mean, you know, it it yeah. it is the <laughs> high bar of Hollywood action uh, that we just don't have right now. I mean, it's it's this or the Mission Impossible series when it comes to action mm-hmm. films. Yep. Um, in my opinion, I mean, there you know, there's some other ones, but like in terms of like Hollywood action, um, yeah, you know, there, there's some good beast stuff out there, but uh, they're not on this level because of you know because of budgetary restrictions. And Absolutely. Like that. So, yeah, yeah, John Wick two. John Wick two. My God, uh, go watch it. Um, no, no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. A couple stunt people though, but that doesn't. Oh matter. man. So, <laughs> y- you know, you know what I forgot. When he goes what? to when he goes to Rome and he visits the hotel, the hotel manager's like the hotel manager's like, "It's John. Just tell me one thing. You're not here for the Pope, are you?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I want to see John Wick kill the Pope. That would be great." <laughs> <laughs>